going on, guys? Anthony here. I'll be very honest. I'm obsessed with Quora. Um, I find myself scrolling through this this app, um, scrolling through this forum, if you will, kind of like those that scroll through a Facebook or an Instagram, whatever the case is going to be. I think there's a ton of people out there that are asking a lot of great questions and that need help. And uh, yeah, it, it helps me and motivates me to, to keep creating content that I think is helpful for other leaders, helpful for other CEOs, helpful for other organizations. And honestly, it's helpful for me to kind of keep me conditioned, keep me focused, keep me driven on what's most important. The question that I came across today was this. How have those that rely on you challenged you to become a better leader? How have those that rely on you challenged you to become a better leader? And when I first read the question, I didn't exactly know how to answer it. But as I thought, something very, you know, very clear struck me, which is happiness is my responsibility. The overall happiness of that employee on a day-to-day basis purely is my responsibility. Their happiness at home, their happiness in their own head, their happiness between nine and five, Monday through Friday, their happiness from a overall health perspective, everything in their life from a happiness standpoint point is my responsibility. And I don't think enough leaders can respect that. I don't think enough leaders understand that. I don't think enough leaders are realizing that, that at a very simple level, happiness falls in the responsibility of the leader. I mean, let's go down the road of what happiness really looks like. Let's go down the road and really outline and analyze all the different components of what makes a person happy. Their financial life, their spiritual life, their professional life, their personal life, their desire and need to grow, their desire and need to be more, their desire and need to feel trusted, feel cared for. All of these variables can happen on a a day-to-day basis within the confines of a company. And the way that I run HR, the way that I conduct my leadership, I hit on all those points. I touch on their happiness from a mental standpoint. I figure out what's really bothering them. I figure out if they're depressed. I figure out why they're depressed. I figure out how I can impact and help their kids. I figure out how I can impact and help their overall goals in life. I figure out and impact how I can, you know, support their overall dreams and make those dreams the reality. Like I'm the type of HR, the type of leader that does not get upset or disgruntled or irritated when an employee tells me they don't want to be with the company for another six months. They want to go and start their own thing. I will support that. I will help that. I will be an advisor to that. Because at a very simple level, their happiness has now become my responsibility. Now, a lot of you may push back and say, this is not the case. And that's not real. And that's not realistic. And that's not something I should put them out on my shoulders. The weight of that is too, too heavy. The pressure is too much. That's not my responsibility. But I will push back and say it is. If they need to make more money, I need it. I need as a leader to find ways to make sure that is the case to help them get where they need to get. If they need to feel more fulfillment and more um, 
and more motivation and more dedication and more overall inspiration. I think that's my role. If you really break it down and think about it, right? Because I know a lot of people have actually gone into these studies. People are working within your company more than their home, more than they're at the park with their kids, more than they're tucking their kids in for bed, more than they're on vacations, more than they're watching their favorite sports teams, more than they're indulging in great conversation over a good craft beer. People are working inside of your company 40, 50, 60, 70, and in some cases, 80 hours per week. Thousands of hours a year. And you're telling me their overall happiness is only on them? It's only their responsibility? I disagree. I disagree, I disagree, I disagree. And I'll say it again, I disagree. It's on me. It's on me that they're happy. It's on me that they cultivate and feel great values. It's on me that, again, they make the money they need. It's on me that they feel like they have leverage in life and they don't feel trapped and enclosed in a certain box. It's on me that they're inspired. It's on me to support and help. And so, I don't know, I just wanted to make this content because I'm starting to kind of repeat myself now because it's it's, it's really that simple. And that's really what struck me at the last four or five years as I've become a a full-fledged leader, whether it's some of my entrepreneurial ventures or whether it's the current situation I'm in where I'm the chief of staff, the director of HR, the director of employee experience for a startup. It's starting to, to really hit me more and more that like, I'm fully responsible for the way these people look at life over the next two months or two years or five years that they're going to be with this company. I'm fully responsible for the amount of food they can put in their kids' mouths, the type of house they, that they live in, the type of vacations they can go on, their overall perspective of themselves when they look in the mirror. I have something to do with this. I can impact that. And so... I don't want to say that every single leader has to take such ownership of this mentality or or this responsibility. But even if you can take 50 or 60 or 70% of the mindset that I have right now, I think you can do a lot of good. I think you, you can do a lot of change. And it comes in those categories and those boxes. So if you're a leader right now, if you're a CEO, if you're a COO, you're a general manager, if you're a shift leader, whatever the case is going to be, think about all the different components that make a rich life, a good life, financially secure, mentally secure, your health is secure, your professional abilities and, and overall perspectives are growing. You're in a good place day to day. You're laughing. You're smiling more than you're crying or being stressed out or having headaches. Just think about that, right? Think about all the different components that make up a good life. Most of those components, you can impact. You can help. You can support with your tribe. Think about that. And then after you think about that, try to figure out how you can align strategy, tactics, day-to-day practices that are actually going to impact those variables. So no longer ignore Sally 
when she says she needs to make an extra $474. And she's willing to do more to make that money. No longer ignore Derek, who you've seen over the last six months, progressively smile less, laugh less, and look a little bit irritated and frustrated more. No longer wonder and ask yourself why Andrew, who was your top salesman over the last three years, why his numbers are down six the last six months and you're just ready to fire him. Figure out why. See what's going on. Maybe his wife is cheating on him. Maybe his kid is sick. Maybe his mother just died and you didn't even know. Or maybe, maybe he just thinks you guys don't care. Maybe he has a couple ideas that he wanted to bring to the table to help the product, to help the business, to help the organizational structure, and no one listened. Think about every component that makes a happy life and a rich life. And figure out how you as an HR leader or a CEO or a COO or a manager, whatever you're going to be, how you can impact that, how you can support that and take responsibility. Thanks a lot.